0: Why, hello, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast. This is your host, Justin Jackson, and I'd like to take a minute to uh, give you all a message. It would be really appreciated by the crew of the Theory Podcast if you all checked out our Instagram at Theory Podcast, or Theory underscore podcast. Sorry, I screwed up. But uh, there we update the audience on uh, what happens with the podcast behind the scenes and we also get uh the listeners uh opinions on what will happen in the next one so if you want to partake in affecting what might happen in the next podcast please check out our instagram we also post pretty unique content on there um we are also quite active um also we have a youtube channel if you're not aware our youtube channel is theory podcast official On our YouTube channel, we upload the podcast, kind of no dirt, but the difference is it's a lot more immersive because you get to see what's actually happening while we're recording and you get to see the images that we see. We put a lot more effort into the YouTube video because the YouTube video, you can see what's happening. So we have to do a video and audio editing. So please take time to subscribe and turn on post notifications on the YouTube channel and follow, and put on post notifications on the Instagram. Both would be very appreciated. You can listen to Theory Podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and most importantly, Spotify. And anyways, um, let's get into the episode. Why, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today we'll be delving into the mystery of Oregon and all the creatures, myths, legends, and missing 401 things in cases that scour Oregon. Well, thank you for listening, I'd like to say first and pay attention. Well, let's get started with the cryptids and living monsters in Oregon and that it. The first creature we'll go over today is the Thunderbird. The Thunderbird is said to be a massive creature sighted throughout the northwestern United States and a creature that is often cited in Native American legends. This creature could be anywhere from 10 to 50 feet in wingspan and have attacked and carried off and killed people in history. And exp- possible explanations Aren't very good explanations. The first ex- explanation be a bird or a modern-day territory in which or prehistoric giant birds, but there this is very unlikely because there are no birds bigger than albatross or the Andean condor alive that scientists know of. Pterosaurs are also another explanation, but pterosaurs have <laughs> been extinct. Since the Cretaceous period, which is about 65 million years ago. So, that explanation doesn't seem to work out too well. Exotic non native birds also explain it, such as the African crowned eagle or the Andean condor, but those birds seem too small according to witnesses who have seen or been attacked by it. Another possible explanation would be hoaxes or mistaken identifications of real Native American birds. Or pranksters. These birds are typically supposed to be massive. Some say that Native American legend says the sound of their wings flapping causes thunder and their screeches shoot lightning. Kind of sounds a little extreme. I don't know if a bird has that capability. But probably the most well-known creature be sighted in oregon is probably sasquatch yes you heard me sasquatch or bigfoot we did a whole one hour and 42 minute episode on this which you can watch it's episode four of the podcast so bigfoot big hairy ape-like creature that walks around the woods of north america seen in northwestern North America and northeastern, seen all over North America, it's seen all over the world. Actually, these creatures can range anywhere from five to twelve feet tall, and can be many colors, from white all the way to black. Okay, no blues or pinks or purples, greens or yellows. Mainly, it's like shades of browns, brownish red, white, gray, black. I've even had. I haven't seen a Sasquatch, but I've heard been in the presence of a Sasquatch without seeing it. Pretty interesting. Another interesting cryptid known to live in Oregon is the Devil's Lake Monster. This originally when people first saw it in the Sioux Tribe. When they lived in Lincoln City, Oregon. This lake is north of Lincoln City, Oregon. They would say this is an octopus-like beast for which people would say is responsible for the for many deaths in the area. People don't really know what this creature is. The Nakota Indians, or Native Americans, because they're Native Americans, not Indians. People, the Nakota would describe a creature. that sounds like a plesiosaur it is a brackish water lake and it's pretty mysterious people don't know what the creature is but they would say that people would go rowing into the middle of the lake and they'd get they'd vanish out of their boat being killed by this creature that they'd never see besides a splash of water and the person disappears most people most Native Americans would describe it as an octopus but doesn't sound very plausible as for there are no octopus of this size. The largest octopus has a arm span of about 10 feet. And the creature that they're describing would have to be bloody enormous, 20 to 50 feet. They would often describe that this creature would off also be a... The creature could also be a spirit, a Native American spirit of... That's unleashing its wrath upon the Native Americans, punishing them for their ways. But the creature has presumably disappeared from the lake and left into the oceans. Another creature that's also been seen in the Devils Lake in Lincoln, Oregon, or Lincoln City, Oregon, is Old Harry. This creature was first seen March 4th, 1950. The teenage daughter of the local marshal discovered a strange carcass. Wash ashore on the ocean west of Devil's Lake, it was dubbed "Old Harry." It was twenty-two feet long, the body of a cow, nine tails, and hair all over the body and legs. Though there are plenty of di- ideas to the identity of the carcass, nobody can know. Nobody knows what it was. It's still, a mysterious creature. Another thing which is often cited in Oregon is black-eyed children. These genuinely scare these me. I don't know if these are so much a cryptid as much as they are a demonic spirit. They're just super creepy in general. Black-eyed children typically are not good if you ever encounter them. It is a phenomenon involving eerie kids with pale skin pitch black eyes and they ask their victims for a favor like a ride in their car or the go to the phone in the house but thing is you never let them come inside some people think that they're vampires or these are demons i prefer the demon idea some would even say they're alien hybrids i am so sorry i am so sorry for yawning so much in my stupid microphone keeps tilting back behind me and unplugging these their presence brings dread and fear these uh kids are often between the ages six and sixteen they're sighted all over uh oregon and other states in the united states so this will not be the last i hear of them portland oregon's one place that they've been seen in oregon they're often horrifying People don't really know the cause of them, where they come from, or who they are. Please leave your ideas in the DMs of the Instagram or leave a comment on the YouTube video. Another lake monster would be the Wallawa Lake Monster. The Wallawa Lake Monster. The Wallowa Lake Monster, also known as Wally, is a Lake Monster alleged to live in Wallawood Lake, Oregon. Some people would say it's 8 to 20 feet long in humped shape. The Nez Perce and Blackfeet were at war, and Nez Nez Perce chief fell in love with the son of the Blackfoot chief, and they rode out to the lake. And the native tribes realized what was happening and said, out oh, after them. The monster then came up out of the lake and attacked them, killing them all. And the Nespers do not venture out onto the lake to this day. And then November 5th, 1885, a local resident had an encounter with a monster. He was driving by and he looked out and halfway into the lake, he saw an animal about 50 yards to the right of the boat. Oh no, he was in the boat and halfway into the lake and he saw a creature about 150 feet from him and he said it reared its head and neck up out of the water 10 or 12 feet, but upon seeing him it immediately dived. This would mean that the creature that he saw was a plesiosaur of some kind. But plesiosaurs are extinct, scientists think, or say. There's no proof that plesiosaurs still exist. Then what is it? We don't know. The lake of Wallowa Lake has sounded to the depth of 270 feet, Which gives it a bare probability that this creature lives in its uninhabited or unexplored depths. There have been few sightings since then. One person or two residents of the area saw the monster in 1932 and described it as longer than their 11-foot boat. Irene Wiggins claimed to have spotted the creature many times between 1945 and 1983. It was a big black thing with like a hog's head and estimated it weighed hundreds of pounds. In 1953, people saw two monsters feeding on fish, between first being 16 feet long and the second being 8 feet long. In 1978, a couple claimed to see the creature twice. First, they saw three hump-like protrusions break the surface of the lake, and then they watched an approximately 20-foot-long snake-like animal circle a certain portion of the lake for several minutes. And then another sighting in 1981. This is a very mysterious creature. People don't know what it is, where it is, or when it'll be sighted again. Or in fact, if it's attacked people and gone, they've gone missing. We don't know. And leave your theories in the comment section below on the YouTube video. Another cryptid, which is a very unique one, is the Gumberoo. This one is quite horrifying, in fact. This creature is said to look like a fat bear in shape, but it's completely hairless except for its prominent eyebrows and bristly hairs on its chin. It has dark, smooth, tough leather skin. It's invincible to bullets and arrows. Even scarier, so it's like a hairless fat bear, but it has a beard and hairy eyebrows. It's invincible. It lives in the woods of Oregon. Apparently, these creatures lived in burned-out cedar trees. These live most of their lives in a state of hibernation, only to leave their lair a few times a year to search for food. And when active, it is always hungry and will eat any living creature that crosses its path. This is very interesting, because what is it then? One person was sighting a person confirmed a kill, or no, it was a kill of a gumbaroo. Oh, no. A person killed a gumbaroo near Coos Bay, Oregon, so near the coast, in 1957. There's been numerous reports of gumbaroo since then, but only five confirmed sightings and no successful kills. Possible explanation for a gumbaroo might be a, a rabid, hairless bear, so a bear with mange rabies. That might be an explanation, but invincible with its skin, that does not sound like a bear. Bears are very, very not bulletproof. So, what would describe this creature? We don't know. We don't know. There is even a Crater Lake lake monster, here. but it's lake monster so. Oh, no, never mind. Actually, yes, there is a Crater Lake lake monster. Crater Lake is full of mysteries. We'll get into that next. But some other cryptids follow as Dogman. Everywhere has Dogman. It's like Bigfoot, but werewolf. People have no explanation for it. <clears throat> Another very interesting cryptid in Oregon, in Washington, is Bat Squatch. Yes, you heard me, Bat Squatch. It's supposed to be a giant man like hairy creature with wings like a bat and the head of a bat. It's massive. This leads me to think is there a correlation between Bat Squatch and Mothman? Because Bat Squatch is cited throughout the United States, which is quite strange. So, is this creature related to Mothman? We may never know. Moving on from that section of the episode, we'll be getting into Creepy Crater Lake, the legends of it. Crater Lake is a lake that was created by a volcano. and sits on top of a volcano. There's an island in the middle of it. The lake is a crater. And it is the deepest lake in the United States, in fact. Which is quite strange. There have been sightings of Bigfoot UFOs. Bigfoot was one time, even r- rangers were one time, reported following a large, dark, putrid-smelling creature through the woods. <laughs> I am so sorry. And then... They were chasing it until it started throwing pine cones at them. And then, apparently, two of these Bigfoot, two Bigfoots have been killed in the area. One was by a car. It was whisked away by the government. How strange. And one was murdered, by, was killed by a train. The train conductors didn't report slamming into it because they would have been accused of drinking on the job. In 1997, a jet pilot reported pursuing a UFO above the lake. Then apparently, across the western Oregon, a sonic boom was heard across all of western Oregon. Then strange lights make periodic appearances in the area. But there are even ghosts and demons that haunt the wilds of Mazama and its crown jewelable crater lake. Mazama is the mountain that which Crater Lake lies. The Klamath Indians say that gaze upon its splendid blues is to invite death and lasting sorrow. So the view crater lake would leave death and lasting sorrow. The Modoc tribe live on the borders for of crater lake near the mountain before it erupted. They had a strict taboo; it's evil, they say. Home of dark spirits, people disappear there. Interesting, many missing cases in the crater lake area. The Klamath would say that's a crossroads between the spirit of above Skell and the spirit of below Lao. So. A spirit of good and a spirit of evil would cross between the lake. And after defeating Lao, Skell collapsed the mountain on his portal. Very interesting Native American legends. There's even a fabled lost cabin mine. There are many mysterious things about this lake. Many may never get the answers. There's even supposed lost gold here. And many missing people cases. There are also many haunted places in Oregon. There is the Shanghai Tunnels in Portland, Oregon. There are there's um, two McMinivans in Oregon that are haunted. McMinnimans is a hotel slash restaurant, delicious food. The one in McMinnville, Oregon, and one in uh, Multnomah are both haunted, supposedly. There's also um, oh, what's another haunted place in Oregon? There are lots of haunted places in Oregon. I cannot remember some of them, which is sad. Oh, there's there's Fort Stevens, right? Yes, Fort Stevens, in the very tippy-top corner, northwest corner of Oregon. It's an old World War II military base, which is said to be haunted by the lingering spirits of the soldiers who died there. There's also the Oregon Vortex, a very mysterious place, a place of power and energy that undescribed there's like if you stand in certain spots near the oregon vortex you'll tilt like you could stand there's a house on the oregon vortex park which is completely sideways but if you stand in it and you're like you should be falling forwards towards the downhill incline but you'll be pulled towards the vortex which is the uphill you'll be pulled uphill towards the vortex which is very strange It's almost like you could lean back and not fall. And also the Oregon Vortex, they have a thing they show off where they drop a marble on a a stick and you think, oh, this marble would go down the stick. But the marble goes back up the stick, like the vortex is pushing it away. The amount of power and energy there is insane. People believe it's one of the reasons why there's so many haunted and mysterious things in Oregon is due to its many vortexes. And also has its hand of many missing persons cases. One such, one of the biggest missing 401 cases is the case of Melissa McCran. Uh, come here, all. have a little moment of respect for Melissa McCran. She is still missing to this day, and people have no idea where she went. She went missing in the Multnomah Falls Trail in 2016, so five years ago now and search and rescue crews have searched 150 miles worth of trails around the Multnomah Falls the day she went after she went missing people have no clue where she went she's disappeared vanished i know place where she's gone missing missing because i've driven past it all the time it's a beautiful waterfall the Multnomah Falls she was said to be seen walking down the trail but people the searchers could have couldn't confirm this sighting of her so she went missing, and she's been missing for five years. And this is only one of many mysterious cases of missing One in Oregon. There are many, many missing children in Oregon. Too many missing children in Oregon. Oregon is home of a lot of missing children. People have no clue what is causing all these children and people to go missing in the woods of Oregon. It's quite worrying. But we have no clue because these people are still missing. At one point I was searching and there was 41 missing kids in Oregon. 41 cases. That doesn't mean there's currently 41. That just means there's, or there is actually 41. That's just the number that they're giving. It's very strange. Very, very strange. What is causing these people to go missing? Some people would say that, People kidnapping the children, the children just getting lost or getting killed by animals. The people in general, adults too, getting killed by animals or getting kidnapped. But David Pilates would say otherwise. He would connect some sort of paranormal entity, something hunting humans down in the United States. People would correlate Bigfoot to this, which Bigfoot could be a very... It could be an explanation for some of them because there are reports of these people hiking with their families and all of a sudden the kids are gone and if they ever find anything of the people, the only signs of the people would be like a piece of clothing that was like tens of miles away, which would have been impossible (coughs) because it's a small child, which could be Bigfoot. So what do you think is the cause for all these missing 411? Crazy people abducting people, hundreds of people a year. Could it be people just being stupid, getting lost in the woods and murdered by animals? Or could it be Bigfoot or some creature hunting humans in the United States? Well... If you're hearing this, this means that you made it to the end of the episode, and I would like to say thank you for reaching it to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode that you listened to. We really would appreciate it if you checked out the YouTube channel at Theory Podcast Official or the Instagram at Theory underscore Podcast. Follow both and turn on post notifications on both so you're alerted whenever we make a new post or upload something new. Also check us out on Spotify, Radio Shack, google podcast apple podcast and other things such as anchor also if you want to have a chance to be in the podcast yourself leave a voice message in anchor or dm us on instagram so that if you have a special story you can tell it oh yeah if you have a story that you'd like to share involving bigfoot ghost aliens anything paranormal of that such tell us something on uh Instagram, and we'll gladly have you on the, on the, uh, podcast, you just gotta, well, text us first, yeah, but, yes, thank you for listening, and, um, we'll see you next time, bye-bye.